Welcome to the May Contain Wine podcast, brought to you by Wine, Women, and Wellbeing. I'm your host, Lisa Webb, and together we're going to get to know incredible women doing all kinds of interesting things. So grab a glass and get ready to be inspired by the amazing women in our global community. Today, I am chatting with Ilana Van Deventer, who is a South African who is currently in Canada, and she's loving it despite what she calls eyeball freezing winters and swarms of summertime mosquitoes in Ontario. She is soon to be calling Vancouver her home. Ilana is an alignment coach, speaker, co-author, entrepreneur, and she is on a mission to empower and equip women and girls around the world to rise and expand into who they were made to be. Well, that sounds wonderful, Alana. Hello, how are you? Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for having me. I am definitely looking forward to the move to Vancouver, and I heard the mosquitoes are way less. Do you know um, what? They are way less because right now where you are is very, very close to where I grew up in Thunder Bay, Ontario, and the bugs are no joke in the summertime. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like they, they know they only have three months to, to get um, going and, and they make the best out of that. For sure. Northern Ontario is like mosquito central, I feel like. So, <laughs> so welcome to Canada. There's, there's a, good, you. Uh, a good welcome by the mosquitoes. And yes, Vancouver is also like just beautiful and lovely. And how do you tell us your story? How did you end up in Canada? Give us a little bit of your background. Yes, so I um, we immigrated. It's almost four years now to to um, Ontario, close to where you're from, and um, we just with with what's happening in South Africa, my home country. It's just uh, for our future. We knew we we wanted to make a move, and um, my husband and I made a decision to start looking around and it's funny that obviously South Africa and Australia the weather is very much similar so initially we were like hanging around those those countries that <laughs> and looking into those countries that's almost offering weather um, related the same more or less the same for our family because it is a massive move it is quite an adjustment we wanted to keep it to a limit but I just felt like um well, not like I felt like it. I just, it's just incredible how things just happened. Like out of the blue, we just um, got headhunted by a Canadian company and they invited my husband over for a visit and they literally had a five minute uh, interview with him and said, we want you go to your wife and ask her if she's willing to move to Canada. And everything just and you were like, happens. I don't have the clothes for that. <laughs> no, we <laughs> don't even have it. <laughs> no, but I am always very open to, like, I've always been easy to adjust and just, you know what, you can plant me anywhere and I'll just, I'll just make what the base of, of what you give me, hand me. And um, so I'm grateful for, for these opportunities, opportunities in a sense as well. And you know what, it just all worked out so perfectly that, that we managed to get, into Canada and yes we were very um, much more north than we anticipated we will <laughs> and the eyeball freezing is seriously a thing that's not just 
it's not just something we say to sound funny. Um, it's really, it's literally a thing. And I still, when I tell my my friends and family back in South Africa, it's really, it's literally a thing. They just, they can't believe it still. But so we, yeah, that's how we ended up in Canada. And um, just also from quality of living. I mean, Canada so much, has got so much to offer. So it's been really such a blessing and and just um, it's just a puzzle piece to the greater plan for our lives. And I felt like God knew exactly what he's busy, what he's doing. So when he opened these doors, um, looking back now, that, that makes perfect sense. But yeah, for that's how we ended up in Canada, just in a very short, in very, in short, that's how we ended up here and, um, for, for our kids future. And then also for quality of living and just that safety aspect, Mm-hmm. Um, since I've been through so many, um, like I've been held at gunpoint in South Africa, I was in an attempted hijack, just that's just three of the events that I've been through. And it, it could have been so easily gone another way. But, um, and when this door opened, we really just felt like um, this, obviously, this, we need to go there, there's more to, to this move. Yeah, I think we're, um, we kind of take our safety for granted here in Canada. And I, I mentioned this to you before Mondi, who runs one of our branches in wine, women and wellbeing. She's also South African and had the same experiences. I've been to South Africa. It is beautiful and wine country. It's like lovely. What's not to love about that, but there are, there are a lot of, um, of safety issues. And that's what brought Mondi into Canada as well. She had some of the same experiences, some very intense experiences as you did and, and found a life that she loves in Canada. So it's just one of those things where sometimes as Canadians, we need to go, Hey, we're really lucky to live where we do. Anyways, welcome. Yeah. Welcome on I'm behalf so- of all of Canada. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so- it's really you. And it's, it's so funny that you don't, when you staying in South Africa, it's like you said, it is such a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got s- such a great culture. It's got so much to offer. And, but you, you don't realize what, when you live there that you're making excuses for the quality of living. Like you, and then you we arrived here and I'm like, I'm still doing that whole scan when I stop at a traffic light like I know exactly what car is there who is the person what do they look like who's on the standing on the side like you you do this literally the scan constantly like a safety scan safety scan and I did it months after arriving here I still I was still I caught myself doing that still and I realized like we started making excuses for living that way and it's not normal. It's not normal. So yeah. um, it's really such a blessing and to have that freedom, to have that quality of living and um, you're just being daily reminded of that is so important because it's a gift. It's really a gift. There's yeah, so many other is. countries that don't have this. So right now you are a health coach. You empower women to revive their lives. Now, is this something that you always knew that you wanted to do? How did you start doing that? Talk us through that story. Oh, Lisa, so this is, I feel like, so alignment coaching is, is um, that's how I refer to it because it's all about that perfect alignment in your life. Um, I, I find, or oh, I feel like it found me through my own journey of being that I felt disconnected in my life. I felt like 
there's more. I meant for more for so long. It took me literally 37 years to, to discover what that is. And that just, that is my why to, to really, I want to help girls and women and helping them, aligning themselves in that, in, in their um, identity, forming that solid, unshakable foundation, because that was lacking in my life. I went through seasons of eating disorders and, and just all these things that was linked to my identity because I just, I never had that solid foundation, foundation that knowing who I am, knowing my worth, that it's never changing, no matter what happens, no matter my past, no matter my failures, my mistakes, that if you are grounded in that solid, unshakable foundation, no matter what happens, you won't be moved. And so that was actually, that came from my own experience. So that is just my heart to, to help women, equip them in that building that foundation, making sure that you, you are aligned then in, and no matter what you do, your vocational, um, that is just a vehicle, but that is not determining your value, who you are. So um, it found me because those are things that, that I battled with in my, my personal life that I want to help women equip them to rise with confidence and clarity in their own lives and their own visions and um, life's missions and where they have this clear and clarity about this life they crave. Because we all have that feeling that we mean for more. Yeah. But we're just so disconnected and we're just so stuck in that. And we don't so often don't take action on that because we, we doubt our value. We doubt that we are good enough and that we are equipped. Um, so that was something that just came through um, my past, my, my own experiences. And like I said, it literally found me. And it's funny how we, we start serving in the areas that we were stuck in. Oh, yeah. Um, it's yeah, we so do. funny how when we look back, I'm like, oh, this was me. This, is, this was so me. And we start serving in those and helping others in it's exactly so those areas. Interesting. And it's maybe the path we were meant to take because it's true that oftentimes women who struggle with food or eating disorders, they go on to heal themselves and oftentimes end up helping others who are in that same path or people who've had, um, difficult pasts and childhoods oftentimes they, and I'm obviously being general here, but they go on into psychology and, and want to help people who had the same troubles that they had. I'm here building community because I felt like I lacked community. And exactly. That's, right. That's very much, it's kind of like you're, you're there to serve what you went through. Right. And yeah. to, to help make a change. How do we, how do we recognize when we're stuck? Like, how can women say, there's the one thing to, mm, I think I want more, but sometimes we're stuck there and we don't even know. We're just like down, Ugh, you know, you're just feeling that blah, but is that not being aligned? Like what, what are, what do we look for to think, Hey, maybe I need to shake it up a bit here. I think first of all, it's, we all, I just feel like we all created for more. We all have that feeling inside of us and if you, if you have that feeling, but you're not walking in that, you will feel that unsettled feeling inside of yourself, that frustration. And you just, you'll pursue, because I, for so long, I've been striving th for, for earthly things. 
And I just never had that feeling of fulfillment. Like you just strive and you just exhausted constantly and just continue feeling um, empty. And yes, the more you do, the more, um, it's just a lot of, of emptiness. If I can sum it up in one word, you just feel empty and not fulfilled and not free and happy. And um, so I would say um, if you, you know, you have that feeling. You just don't know what it is. You just, you're looking for, for answers through so many different mediums and you're constantly searching and striving even for things. And, and it just ends up all at a dead end. That's where you start because that is where you, we can, we, clarity is the catalyst for the life we actually crave. So once you have clarity on what that, that feeling that you have is there for a reason, but we need to know exactly why and how and and. So you, you, and the why becomes um, your feel like, so I have this feeling, but what is it? What is it? And then we, we have like tools, how we dig into what that actually is for in your life. And like we just said, it's usually something that we've been through that's going to end up being part of that. Mm-hmm. And then um, we, we so often our why is way deeper than what we think. We like, I just want to make a difference. That's usually not your why. There's usually something, or there are a why or a who. It's either your for your family. It's I want to I want to provide for my family. That's usually sometimes it's just who instead of just a why. So it's, we have 10 tools where we dig into that because, like I said, that becomes your feel when you feel unmotivated when you feel like you just this is getting nowhere that that is your constant fuel your why so um I would say it's for anyone that you know you have just that feeling that oh man there must be more yes the the, the feeling of this can't be it this can't be it I was a stay-at-home mom for a while and even during that season I know um we all like there's a difference between your your purpose calling, which is your identity. That is never changing. And your vocational calling, which is what you do. That is a vehicle. And that is always changing. But that's not your worth. And I was stuck there because I was wiping kiddies' bums for a living. Mm-hmm. Like I was a stay-at-home mom. And it was looking back now, that was a, a great season. But when while I was in it, it felt like, is this it? Is this my life? Is this all? Oh, yeah. I've been because- a stay-at-home mom for years as well. And I thought this can't be it. And then I was a working mom and I was like, oh, this can't be it either. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard when you're in the season. And I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, but we need to allow ourselves because we feel like, oh, well, I'm home with my kids. I'm lucky to have kids. I'm lucky to be able to be home with them. But then we feel guilty, like we shouldn't want more. Yeah. And, and we, and we feel guilty for thinking, is this it? And I think we need to allow ourselves permission Like you know what? Yeah. You can be a mother and still want to have whatever it is you're longing to have. Yeah. And that's why it's so important then that what you do doesn't determine your value. And that's why it's so, so crucial that you, you base your, your value in your purpose calling, in your identity. And that becomes your solid, unshakable foundation. So whatever you're doing, 
it's just a vehicle that's just staying out of home staying at home um with your kitties will will be a blessing because you will see that it's that's what you call to do in this season but it doesn't it doesn't impact your value as a mom or as a person actually that um that is why that is so important um but yeah just that whole vehicle and it's always changing and it's always and and it's not either or we are so inclined to think we can we it's just a um I can't be this and want more I can't have like both it's Mm -hmm. but we are we can be we can we can allow ourselves we can really just allow ourselves to um to be happy with what we have currently but also um, be okay with wanting more. Yeah. Do you have tips on how to be more mindful? Like how can we recognize these things and just throughout, throughout our day or our chapter or our season bring mindfulness in? Yeah. There's, there's a couple of tools that I've been really, like I said, just because I've struggled myself. And, and one of the things is, uh, and I hope it's not just me. I'm going to share it. I'm just going to be open. But yeah, for I just, I realized what I'm doing while I was with my kids is they would speak to me. And I'm just so busy on my phone or busy on anything else um Mm -hmm. that I after they asked me a question I was like I don't know what they just said (laughs) I tuned them out yeah I just blocked them out and I think um one of the things that we we need to be very careful or just be um intentional about is being present Mm -hmm. because we the only guarantee we have, as we know, is now. And I, I have this, this thing in my, in my office that if today was my, if everything was taken away tomorrow, what is, what is it that I wish I would have done? And that just, that thought just like, oh my goodness, I just, I just missed a, a crucial, it might've been a crucial um, conversation between the, my kids and myself. Like mm-hmm. they may be, wanted to share something with me and I just missed it completely so I'm very um I'm trying to be very intentional with with my time so I I have this this even with the work as well I have and this might be a stupid tool but it works I felt like the the simplest tools are actually so good like we don't need to over complicate things yeah we, we try and over complicate life it's not necessary but I have a, a separate egg timer and um, because the, my phone is, it can be an incredible tool, but it can also be such a, <laughs> it can literally take your attention away from life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just with all the notifications. So I literally put my phone down and I have my little egg timer and I set it for an hour and where I just, this is just me being mom. And I don't touch my phone until that, that thing goes off, my little egg timer. And then I know, I, I can go back to, to work, but I gave my kids the necessary attention. And then I do the same with my, with my job, with my work. I set my egg timer again and I just focus on, and there's being intentional. I call it, we so often want to manage our time, but it's about focus management. It's not really time management that we have a problem with. It's our focus because we like squirrels. 
Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. It is like, I'm all over the place and you go on your phone to do one thing. And now you've gone down like a rabbit hole of something else and you've completely lost what you meant to do. And yeah, try reading a book. Like when I, I'm so used to like listening to an audiobook while I do the dishes and the kids are at the counter and they're doing homework at the same time or whatever else is going on. There's 10 things going on at once. So yeah. when you actually try and like stop when you're not used to that anymore and just read, I noticed that the other night I went to read something and like flip a book, old school style, like an actual <laughs> real life book. Yeah. And I just found myself like, do I grab my phone? What do I need to do? I can't, I can't just sit here and relax. Like we are so yeah. overstimulated that it's hard to focus. Yeah. I am and so I, guilty I found of that. that. I, we, we just did focus. The focus is the problem. Not so much the time. Yes. If we focus more, we will have more time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I see all these things like you can, you can make more, have more time in your day. Yes. It's not the time. We all have the same amount of hours in the day. It's the fact that we can't focus. That's why we, we lacking time. Um, but that is one of the tools that I've been really incorporating. And even, and I know it's again, uh, you can even do it with your cleaning your house. Like in South Africa, that was another thing for me. Like we, we had help in our houses and you know that. Yeah. And, and so then yeah. you don't have that anymore. You're like, oh shit, there's a yeah. lot to do around here. Yeah. I'm like, Somebody help me. This. Yeah. yeah. I'm like drowning. So I even started doing that with, with cleaning the house. I set my little egg timer and I'm like, now I'm just, I'm not even going to touch my phone. Because that is, for me, that that was always like my block. Like mm-hmm. I just lose so much time with that. And I just, and you can get so much done, more done doing it that way. I've got to get then, myself an egg timer. <laughs> yeah. You get the, I've got the nicest one that I found on Amazon. I have and, no doubt. Um, and then um, something that I do just with, just with these thoughts. So we have in like, the amount of thoughts that we have during the day is just overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And this is a tool where I literally just, when I have a thought, I just quickly align myself quickly. Just, I take the thought that I have because there's this, this thing that happens like that our thoughts impacts our emotions and our emotions impact our actions. Mm-hmm. And so easily we feel a certain way and, and we don't just feel something that doesn't just happen. There's a thought that actually triggers that feeling. So just diagnose the thought that I have. Um, look at it. Is it true? I usually ask myself, is this true? Do I have every evidence, any, any evidence that this is true? If it's not true, if I don't have like solid evidence, then I just chuck it out and I just replace it with a, with a affirmation something good and solid that is that is part of my identity foundation I'm like no 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 this is rubbish this is rubbish I I just remove it and I replace it with those affirmations those tools that we do in the revive method that's I freaking for- love your affirmations by the way I see them on Instagram and I'm like <laughs> swipe it over sister you know you have like the do you are you affirming this or are you and you can like put your thing in your little like your picture goes across and I'm like 100 yeah. yes <laughs> there's just so much power um, when we affirm our truth but we have all these negative thoughts and the majority of them are reoccurring so when you just get hold of them you just take hold of that 
freaking thought and I just I'm like I'm just gonna show Track you him. yeah I'm gonna just take you and see and usually there's no evidence and yeah. I, I was amazed how many of my thoughts are based on assumptions mm-hmm. I just and I had um so years ago I was actually working at an accounting firm doing books for a living and my leader always said this. He said, assumptions is the mother of all. And I'm going to use this word now, but this is the mother of all F-ups. Yeah. Um, because, and it is, it's the same with our thoughts. Mm-hmm. If we assume something, it can have such an impact, not on our, just on our emotional, emotionally, but also in our actions. And yeah, we can actually take hold of it. We can actually replace them with something good and solid. And I just get this, Whenever I affirm these truths, I sometimes just do the warrior pose because I'm, I'm just a freaking warrior. And this is yes. my truth. This is incredible truth. So, so good. And it's available to us. Yeah. And that's it, our truth. So I'm going to ask you because alignment coaching is something that's new to me. Let's say that I'm stuck and I'm like, I need more. I need help. I need you. Like if I come to you and say, like, revive me, revive yeah. me, Alana, what do you like? What do you do with me? What, how are you going to fix me? What, what does that look like? <laughs> Please fix me. When someone yeah. comes to you and says, I, I need, I need an alignment. I need, I need this revive. Like, what yeah. do you do with people who come to be in that space? What can so I we actually, we're actually starting with our first round. Um, we are on the onboarding face this week we, ju- we we just have the people that signed up and we just I just envision it you going to this you know you have this destination in mind you have this dream in your mind and in your heart and we now are busy packing your suitcase so we mm-hmm. onboarding now we want to take you on this journey to that destination that you dreamed about and that you have and that you feel you are called to and then it's a six weeks um one-on-one where we get to, to, we start with, with your identity. We first look at, um, we see, evaluate your life. Like, what is it, what is it now, currently? And then we would go back to what's holding you back. What, is the, what are those things that's, that hard blockages? What's holding you back? And then we build that, that solid foundation. Then we make sure that, because that is where we need to start. That is going to, that's going to, that needs to be the, the starting point for us, where we rise from. And it is, we start then visualizing those possibilities, those things that you have in your heart, we put it to pen to paper. Because while you just think it, um, it's not really going to become a reality un- unless you start doing it. But we first need to get so clear on what that is. So we... Um, you, we have a, a lot of tools where we come alongside you when we we start with your identity we build your your this dream that you have this purpose this this um calling in your heart we get clear on what that is and then we get clear on why it's there and then we go to the next step where we um we even go so far as identifying the roadblocks so you can expect these things to happen but this is just a it's not going to be a stop sign. It's just going to be a little bump and you just, you already equipped to go over it and it's not going to stop you in any way to where you are empowered and ready to expand. And, um, but we revive, like 
the, the word revive actually came from my own life as well. Because I flatlined in my life. I really literally flatlined. I was dead. Like I was numb on the inside. I was just, um, I just reached that point where I literally flatlined. And I, and I <laughs> went through that whole um, revival myself where I was, you know, when you go to the ER, what are like all those, those things that they, I'm clear. You're clear. Everybody clear. Like those paddles on the chest. Why can't I think of it? Like, um, I can't think Uh, of the word right now. Trained in it. I can't think of the word, but I know exactly what you mean. Um, so that is exactly the revival. Right. Bring you back to life. Bring you back that fire inside of you that's missing now. We, ju- we just want to bring back that fire mm-hmm. where you um, go after your life, go after those dreams, go after with so much clarity and confidence. And we're gonna, we want to help you build your courage muscle because it's just a muscle. You showing up and that's where that that's huge. Um, the courage muscle. And when you don't use it like any other muscle, you lose it. And the more yeah. you are brave and, and do hard things and practice courage. You need to practice courage, right? Yeah. The same with confidence. Yes. You're not born with confidence. You don't get that. Like, welcome to the world, Ilana. Here's your confidence in your backpack. No, it's, it's, it's another muscle. You just train it. And when you have someone coming alongside you, cheering you on and just helping you and getting, gaining clarity on, on those actions um, and just you just build that confidence and you build your courage and you go and ex- you just expand your, your territory and your, whatever it is for you, you want to start a business. So whatever that calling is, that, that desire, that dream, um, you are then equipped to, to go after it. So, so that is I, the, if I could have one of like, if I could have one character trait in my tool belt, what would you, and now this is like, maybe this is a hard question to answer, but I'm just, just came into my mind. If there was one character trait that you would say is most important for me or any woman listening or man, if you're man listening, you, you might want to yeah. have it too. Um, <laughs> what's, what is the character trait that you would say is most important for me to carry around in my backpack? Is it courage? Is it confidence? Is it what, what's the most important if you had to pick one? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with three, can I? Yeah, you can. <laughs> I call it and and obviously as a I call it the three D's. Oh discipline. Yes. Determination. You need to be determined. And um also determination and the desire, but that is what we do with we just awaken that desire again. And and the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That is just Good being one. a Christian. It's just, I yes. can't go with that. I can't go with that. So the Lord um, with a D, da Lord yeah. and discipline, you need to take consistent action daily. And, and that's what we are. So with the Revive Method, we designed a daily alignment, which is um, help you take daily action because um, there's this whole um, science-based thing and Robin Sharma, actually, it's one of his, um, he's, he's saying that it takes 66 days of willpower. So if you do something for 66 days, um, then you do it automatically. 
So we actually evolve a little bit of a revive method planner where you daily, that's just one of the steps, but where you can just do that streak of 66 days and we help you and we, we um, just cheer you on to at least pull it through for 66 days. Just those daily disciplined um, aligned action and then, I mean, that's a, again, in those 66 days, you've gained confidence, courage, and you just, you just take action daily. And it will just become like a part of your life. Amazing. So discipline, determination, and the Lord. Okay. I'm going to ask you some wine, women, and well-being questions. Are you ready? Okay. If you could sit down and have a conversation, share a glass of wine with one woman, whether she be living or dead, who would you like to sit down with? It must be a woman. It must be a woman. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would say Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. I just love her. I just love her. What is your go-to well-being or self-care practice? Self-care? Um... I try and especially with us still being in lockdown, I've been trying to schedule one morning. I initially thought, oh, I'm going to take a day. I'm like, that's just not, that <laughs> That just didn't work at all. So I'm like, just a morning where I just become quiet. I just step away from the kitties, from the house, whatever that is, whatever that looks like, where I just fill my cup, go for a walk. Um, because we can't go to the spa now. I would have loved that. Yeah, I love massage. that. <laughs> um, but I've been trying to at least once a month, ideally once a week, just just a couple of hours, just doing something that fills my cup. Time. Because, yeah, we can only give what's overflowing. And currently, I mm-hmm. think a lot of us are running on empty just with yes. being in lockdown. So yeah. just whatever is possible. What is your favorite book or podcast recommendation? Oh, I've got a couple books. I just finished um, Believe, Believe It. Mm, I don't know that. Um, Janika Lima. And um, it's a good one. It's a good one. And then obviously, um, uh, I love Bob Goff. He's just such an incredible storyteller. And um, Dream Big is his book. Okay. I love all self-development. Uh, I'm a sucker for those. And then Atomic, yeah, Atomic, Atomic Habits. Habits. You guys did that lately. Yes, we and did I just, our book club. I love Atomic Habits and Start With Why. I've heard Sorry, that these are, Start With there's Why. There's a couple now. That's good. Uh, what does sisterhood mean to you? connection connection just there's just something incredible when we connect um in sisterhood we just it's a beautiful gift and last one what advice would you give to your 16 year old self just do it (laughs) just do it like I've, i've wasted so much time just questioning um that if I'm good enough, if I just weighing 
like when you're 16 years old I, and I did it um, just especially I, I suffered a brain injury at a very young age and that just stuck with me for forever and I just always questioned my worth and when we had to do something I'm like no 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 I'm not good enough you know what just do it just do what you ever is in front of you and you feel like um, before you can question yourself just do it I wish I, I had that when I was 16, I would have just done so much. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your inspiring, for inspiring us to do more, be more and step into our lives. Thanks so much. I love chatting with you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening, friends. If you like what you've heard, subscribe and recommend us to a friend. Head to winewomenwellbeing.com to find out more about what our community is all about and reach out to us on social media. We'd love to connect. Until next time, stay classy, stay kind.